0: Welcome to Boob Talk with your host, Cynthia Rogers. It's time to get it off our chest as we discuss the issues breast cancer and other cancer survivors face. Come along on our journey. We are survivors. Welcome to Boob Talk. I'm your host, Cynthia Rogers. Thank you for joining me this evening. Tonight, we are going to be discussing coping with stress and anxiety and other issues during this COVID-19 pandemic. I know this is a time when a majority of people, they may be feeling anxious or even fearful about the spread of the coronavirus. You may be feeling afraid that you may get the virus or you're dealing with anxiety or grief over someone you know that has the virus or perhaps has even lost their life. You may even have the virus yourself or have symptoms, or maybe you're just working from home and your significant other or your kids are getting on your last nerves. So how do we cope and deal with all of these feelings and emotions? Well, tonight, our special return guest, Lenis Woods Mullins, founder and CEO of PraiseWorks Health and Wellness, is going to give us some advice. And I'm proud to say that she has been helping me cope with my own anxiety issues related to some family issues I've been going uh, through and also, you know, just working remotely. And so she's been a tremendous help to me. And I've even participated in one of her workshops, which is the Emergence Encounter, which is Midlife Mojo, Reducing Stress and Anxiety, Increasing Joy and Happiness. And that has really helped me a lot. So without further ado, Lennis, welcome back to Boob Talk.
1: Well, thank you so much. It's wonderful uh, to be here again today or with you this evening to talk about one of the things that I am really passionate about and that's maintaining wellness even when you're under a lot of stress and anxiety. And, yes, uh, unfortunately, um, we're, we're in a situation where it just breeds the feeling of stress and anxiety and, and depression as well. Some of it is rooted and grounded in just going through this experience, and others of it could be rooted in um, what, we were all, what we already had going on. Before all this came, and now we have this too. And so it is just kind of compounded. And I don't think that there's any um, panacea. There's a combination of things that you can do to help minimize the stress, to help minimize the feeling of anxiety. And I think um, probably the A number one thing that I would say is most important is to be uh, loving and to be uh, patient with ourselves as we go through this whole thing, and self love is key. And that self love is really grounded in our self care, uh, in terms of the things that we do for ourselves, just for us to try to get us through these moments. Um, you know, the class that you took along with um, with the other creator, Dr. Shelley Negolo, uh, we focus a lot on talking about self care and the importance of self care and and why uh, it's important to take the time uh, to take care of ourselves. And while I don't doubt for a minute um, that people uh, don't know that that's important, we still don't do it as much, and there's all kinds of reasons why we don't. A lot of times it's rooted in guilt, or we feel that we don't have enough time, or we're not quite sure what it is. We know what we want to do, but we're not quite sure how to do it. Well, there's a couple of things that are maybe good about the idea of being at home more and having things slow down a little bit. Because now you have an opportunity to slow down a bit and really do some self-discovery in terms of what might work for you. And I think the first step would to really slow yourself down and be a little patient for yourself, is do some self-discovery about the things that are really bothering you, and begin to develop a roadmap in terms of how you're going to deal with those issues. Um, and yes, it's difficult to be objective about ourselves. So maybe this is something that you do with other loved ones as well. And the wonderful thing about our technology today, can you imagine something like this going on maybe in the '50s? Um, where we didn't have the technology, where we can still see each other as we're talking on the phone or on the internet or whatever. So, there are ways that we can still connect with each other and help each other through these things instead of isolating. Social distancing doesn't mean social isolation, it just means that we have a physical distance, but well, we can still establish some emotional uh, connections and uh, social connections, socially through the Internet, which kind of helps us go through things. And as we're beginning to go through that self discovery, it might be good sometimes to have a buddy or a, a, a coworker or someone that you talk to over the Internet or whatever, or maybe a family member that's with you right now, to go through some of these uh, things I'm going to talk to, talk to you about uh, together. Did uh, Dr. Nigel make it on the line? Is she on?
0: Yes, she's on the line. Okay, great.
1: Hi, uh, Dr. Negalo, how are you?
0: I am
2: great. How about you, Lynette? Glad to I'm doing great. And fine. thank you, thank you, Cynthia, for having us today.
1: Oh, you're so welcome. I wanted to introduce to your listeners um, Dr. Shelley Negalo. She is my uh, collaborator um, of the to- Emergence of uh, the Total Woman and also the Emergence Encounter Masterclasses. But she also uh, has 30 years of experience working with women. She's founder of Power of the Women Seminars, which is a very, very powerful uh, seminar that really helps women get more in touch with themselves. And uh, she uses exercises and some amazing things uh, to help women um, move forward with their goals and and the things that they've been wanting to do but maybe have been stuck and in the classes uh, the master classes that we have created we talk about some of those things and uh, some of the techniques that you can use for that but um, before I you know, talk about what I was going to talk about in terms of things you can do together to enhance your self-care. I was wondering, Dr. Uh, Shelley, if you could share with Cynthia's audience a little bit more about your background and what your feelings are about coping with stress and anxiety during these times.
2: Yes, thank you so much, Linus, for that. Uh, My background is over 30 years training women to create a life they love. My seminars, as Linus was speaking, are Power of Women seminars. I train women both in a seminar forum and also one-on-one sessions uh, to support them in creating extraordinary results in their life, both personally and professionally. And the thing that's very important, when Linus was speaking about self-care and self-love, very, very important. And in addition to that, discovering who you are, what your purpose is in your life, learning how to use your innate power to really produce the results that you want to have in every area of your life. And for those of you who are survivors, learning how to move beyond whatever your circumstances and your challenges have been to uh, start to create your life in in a new way. And so Linus and I both, in our Emergence of the Total Woman program, really support women in starting to get in touch with not only who you are, what your purpose is, uh, what you really want to create, and actually start to manifest the results you want. But Linus goes into great detail about your self-care and what you need to do step-by-step to really uh, be in touch with uh, your self-love. And I think that's very, very important because now that we have the time to be at home, as Linus was speaking about, uh, that inner focus is actually very important, and also our connection with other with other people. You know, we're working even more diligently to connect with others online and the various forms that we have, and uh, that connection can lead us to enhanced relationships as we get back out into our lives after all of this is over, and it will be over in time. And then you'll have an opportunity to really be able to express yourself more fully in person. Oh, my goodness, what kinds of results that you can create from that.
0: Now, I have to be honest. Yeah, I was going to say, I have to be honest listening to both of you. I have not been even remotely thinking about self-discovery, or self-love. I think I'm still stuck in the mindset. I'm working from home. I have projects due. i got to get this done. I'm dealing with, you know, family issues, and I'm still not thinking about myself. So how do I Mm -hmm. slow down and start showing myself self-love? Well, you know, one of the things – go ahead, Linus. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh,
1: um, uh, I'll, Uh, I'll come in after you. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Uh, one of the things that, you know, uh, Cynthia, we were working on in Midlife Mojo is uh, learning how to slow down physically because it's, uh, it's uh, the whole person, as you well know, is physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And, you know, we have to address every part of our lives, not just a piece of it. You know, and many of us are used to handling what we think about things, but thinking by itself doesn't help us to really manifest what we want. It really is a body first that also houses the uh, the emotional, mental, and spiritual nature of who we are. So uh, you were beginning to discover what it means to physically slow down when we were starting to learn how to breathe and literally open up the physical body to relax, you know, calm down, have clearer focus, uh, learn how to uh, use that slowing down to produce the results without pushing ourselves because most of us really push all the time to get things done. Even during these times, especially because there's fear and whatever the anxiety that that many of us have going through these challenges. But we're not those challenges. We're much greater. We always have circumstances of some kind or other. This is just happens to be in our face because we need to be at home right now. But we have the opportunity to be able to learn how to focus and slow down. And you know that's so important, Cynthia, to you're producing the results you really want to have, and so that it's an, it, it, it the results occur with great ease, and you you felt the difference when you started to learn how to relax your body, relax your thinking, uh, and let go of whatever the emotions were at the time, and it creates yes. an experience of uh, a more peaceful experience. And that oh,
0: wait, has so. been. I've actually yesterday I was, I was upset about something. Started to have a little meltdown. spiral out of control. But I, I did my breathing and I, I worked through it. Mhm. And I wanted and to. And Linda, I know you have too. a lot more to say. Yes.
1: Yes, I want to say that perhaps uh, when I talk about being patient with yourself, the first step is to not worry about the whole idea. Oh, I have to take time to show, uh, to show myself love. I have to take time to show myself care. Instead of looking at it that way, let's look at the increments, the components of what self-care comprises, and you'll find that some of the stuff you're already doing, but maybe you'll take more time to be present. Uh, hopefully, while you're doing them. for instance, um, you are already sleeping, right? But maybe, hopefully you are. I pray that you are getting some sleep. So maybe then just going to bed and sleeping, maybe you, you create, More of a ritual around that piece. You go to bed at a certain time every night, no matter what's going on. You turn out all the lights in your bedroom and turn off all the sounds in your um, your um, house. Perhaps you light a soy candle for a scent or, or uh, diffuse an essential oil like lavender. Uh, maybe you put some lavender on your feet and give yourself a foot massage before you go to sleep. Maybe you read something inspirational or listen to subliminal messaging or maybe put on a YouTube channel that has the waves flowing, you know, on the phone that you can listen to. Uh, So it's not like you're adding something extra to your schedule uh, of sleeping. You're just enhancing experience of relaxation into sleep. That's the form of self-care. Now, hopefully you're eating, okay? I mean, everybody eats, hopefully. But maybe you want to look more at your food being your medicine instead of just something that you're eating because it feels good at the time, like crackers and cookies, like we all do, like I've done. Instead, mm-hmm. thinking, okay, yeah, this cheese it tastes really good, but I'm also going to add maybe on the cheese that or eat with the cheese, it some cucumbers and some bell pepper. And maybe I'll add some hummus with the, um, um, the cucumbers and bell pepper and maybe less crackers. And I'm going to drink this smoothie instead of drink this soda, and I'm going to have a big salad instead of a big plate of uh, potatoes and spaghetti. You know? So the idea is, yes, you're still eating, but the self-care part, it comes in in terms of being aware of what you're eating, being aware of the portions, being aware of eating something that you know is nutritive to your body that also tastes good too. Another thing might be uh, when you are exercising regularly. Exercising is a very important part of managing your stress and managing your anxiety. But you're not going to the gym right now more than likely because most of the gyms are closed and your schedule is very tight and you're taking care of loved ones and doing other things now working at home. But you can get exercise around the house. So the exercise component of your self-care is just making sure that you're doing Something incrementally throughout the day that involves movement. Maybe it's yoga. Maybe it's house cleaning. Maybe it's walking around the block at your um, where you work. Uh, maybe it's doing ten jumping jacks real quick and ten push-ups real quick. Whatever it is, it's a form of exercise. It's a form of movement. It's on your agenda, and that is a form of self-care. Many times, we are doing bits and pieces of these components, but we're not doing them consistently or we're not being present while we're doing them, and we're not enhancing them. We're not, you know, doing that extra special something that doesn't really take a little bit of time. It just takes practice. When I went through uh, Dr. Shelley's Power of the Women seminars um, this past weekend, I went through that process. And one of the things that really gave me an aha moment was the idea that it takes practice. We have to practice these new ways of being. It doesn't happen overnight. And one thing I do tell my clients all the time is that it took us a long time to develop some of these habits, habits that no longer serve us, that are the antithesis of (laughs) self-care. So it's going to take a little while to make those changes. So that's why I say be patient with yourself and practice these elements of self-care or enhanced self-care. And you will begin to see some differences in terms of how you're feeling overall in your mind, body, and spirit.
0: Okay. I, I have been doing that. I've actually started doing yoga first thing in the morning, and yeah. I never imagined that I would be doing that, but I started doing yoga before I begin my remote work. And, you know, one day I got off track with my schedule, and I said, oh, I'll just skip it today. But then something just inside of me said, you know, I don't feel right if I'm not going to do my yoga. So I went back and did my yoga. So I've already started to, you know, incorporate that into my daily routine. So I'm very, very proud of myself. Oh, yes. That is good.
1: And I love that you said that initially when you uh, first, Um, when you didn't do it or almost didn't do it, that you didn't feel quite right. And that's exactly what's supposed to happen. When you begin to make that lifestyle change, you know that you're on your way to incorporating this as a part of your life all the time because something doesn't feel quite right when you don't do it. That's when the beginning of change takes place, and that's so good. And it didn't take that long for that to happen. Um, One of the reasons why that happens with yoga and other kinds of movement that while you're moving, those endorphins get going, those happy hormones. And happy hormones and adrenaline, which is another form of a happy hormone, um, it can be addictive. You want you kind of want to feel that way. And subconsciously, as you're telling yourself, I'm, g- I'm going to be doing yoga, subconsciously, the brain sends signals to the organs that um, generate the hormones that, oh boy, we're going to do some exercise. And then all of it, you start feeling a little bit better without even realizing it but if you decide well no I don't think I feel like it I don't want to because of the other scripts that are running in our mind then all of a sudden you know something doesn't quite feel right because they were just getting ready to um, produce those happy hormones they're like oh man we're not going oh gosh something doesn't feel right and Then all of a sudden you feel like oh wait a minute I think I should go because I will feel better and then you go. That's where it starts, when you begin recognizing what it feels like when you're not
0: taking care of yourself in the way you know you should.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, could you also, I know you were mentioning how we need to be more present. Could you also explain to our listeners, either Lennis or Dr. Shelley, how can they do that? And it's just like what exactly does that mean, being more present? That's an interesting well, that, one. Go yeah, ahead,
1: Dr. Shirley, why don't you take why don't you take it and then I'll add
2: to it.
0: <laughs> sure, sure,
2: that's great.
1: <laughs>
2: Being more present. Well, first of all, the slowing down part actually uh, it contributes greatly to your becoming very present because if you're speeded up all the time, then you're you can get at the effect of your life very easily. What I mean by that is you get pushed. You don't wind up feeling so satisfied about, you know, your accomplishments or your accomplishments are, uh, you know, just a little bit here and there, but not fully feeling like you have greatly accomplished, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it is you're involved in. So the slowing down is, very, very important. And of course, as we were speaking about earlier, that's the breath. But the other thing that you can begin to do is to notice the things in your life, the littlest of things that you really appreciate, even with yourself and especially with yourself and with the people around you that you love and who love you. And you know, notice them and really take the moment or moments to appreciate and fully acknowledge, you know, their impact or the impact of whatever it is in your life. Because when you begin to slow down and then begin to appreciate what's right in front of you and then starting to discover, well, what is my, you know, what's my life going to be really about? How can I uh, enjoy my life even more fully, because you, you already are who you are. It's a matter of uncovering and discovering it and using it on a daily basis. So what, what could you p- be passionate about if you're not already passionate about something? And begin to become passionate about whatever you're involved in, to have that leak out into every other part of your life so that you feel fully alive and excited about living, no matter what is going on around you, and especially during these times. You know, it's essential to rise above the circumstances, to focus on, you know, the quality of life you really want to have.
0: I I just want to ask ask you a question for, uh, you know, listening to you. What about those people that may feel like, or they may feel guilty because of, you know, during the difficult times, you know, that's going on, they may feel guilty about, you know, rising above or enjoying themselves or enjoying life. What what do you say to those people? I think it's
2: most important to rise above it so that you can begin to create a life you love and... You will model what's possible for the other people around you. There's nothing to be guilty when you claim your life and say, you know, I'm going to discover how to use this as an opportunity to move forward with my life rather than being stuck in my circumstances. So there's really nothing to be guilty about. If you look at guilt, guilt really has to do with not really being fully responsible for you know what, what your life's about or what your choices are. And when you let go of that, then you have all this freedom to live fully and to express yourself in whatever manner you want to and to really learn how to use your passion. Can you imagine if we all woke up joyful in the morning and to, to live our lives fully? What kind of a an environment would be, be setting for the other people around us who don't feel that way.
0: Right. That would be and it amazing. Isn't about,
2: yeah, it's not about proselytizing. It isn't about being better than someone else. We all have that ability. Now, whether we choose that or not, that's up to us.
0: Okay, Venice, would
2: you like to add to that? Yeah, I wanted to say
1: uh, that I absolutely agree with everything that Dr. Shelley um, has said. Um, I would add that uh, from staying present really is learning how to really find joy in each moment in time. Even in the midst of chaos, there is some joy somewhere in that moment in time. And as you begin to get connected more to of who you are and begin to enter into more self-care and more gratitude for your life and more overall awareness of the good in your life, it gets easier to stay more present. There are some situations that you might find yourself in and definitely the situation we're in now where it might be difficult to see any joy in that moment. So sometimes to help you stay present and to go to that joy in the moment, you can't feel that joy right now. Or go somewhere else to another time when you felt joy. And it sounds strange, but you can actually take that emotion that you were feeling at that time and bring it into your present moment. And one way to begin to learn how to do that is by practicing gratitude. One of the things I talk about in um, uh, a course I used to do called Starting Your Day in a Positive Way was the importance of gratitude journaling, writing down every day what you're grateful for either at the beginning of the day or the end of the day, um, and also what went well. Um, a lot of people, a lot of times with journals, people will write down, you know, not just the good, the, the good things, all the bad things that happen, their anger, whatever, and that's fine. But I'm talking about a different kind of journaling where you focus on the good that happens, the three good things or four good things that happens. I, I worked with them, a client once who uh, was really struggling with gratitude journaling, She couldn't think of anything at all that she was grateful for because she was so stressed and also she was depressed about what was going on in her life. And so she kind of jokingly said, well, I like this new, you know, uh, polish I got because it doesn't ship. And I said, well, then write that down. That's something to be grateful for. And she said, oh, that kind of stuff? I said, yes, whatever it is that you're grateful for, that gives you a bit of joy, that makes, makes your life so easier, more joyful, happy, if you will. Write that down. Well, that was about eight years ago, and she struggled for that time, like 20 minutes, you know, to, to get down three things. But now she writes pages and pages of things that she's grateful for because she trained her mind and uh, her her awareness to look for things to be grateful for. She starts focusing on that. And when you start focusing on things to be grateful for, it helps you to stay present because there really is something to be grateful for in every single moment even in this moment that we're in right now the virus many of us can go back to what we like to say the basics you know to be grateful for our health as we are healthy to be grateful for medical care if we are receiving medical care to be grateful for the fact we even have the ability to listen to this podcast on our phones or on our, you know, our internet you know going back to the basic shelter food clothing, heat, electricity, those kinds of things that we have a tendency to take for granted. And then after a while, you start finding other things to be grateful for that maybe you didn't get much recognition to, which truly are blessings in our lives. And then that's what begins to help us to stay more present. You start looking for the stuff that's happening to you right in that moment in time. And before you know it, even when things might seem a little chaotic, you can use that ability to look for gratefulness in that moment. And that helps you to kind of weather through some of the more difficult moments that you're present in.
0: That's true. Dr. Shelley, did you have anything else that you wanted to add? (laughs) She pretty much said everything. But the (laughs) thing that I think
2: is most, most important, yes, looking around in your environment, acknowledging the things in your life that are most, you know, really have meaning to you, that you can acknowledge that you feel grateful for. But the other thing is starting to go inward and discover your inner peace, your inner joy. And when you start to, you know, write down the things you're grateful for, you're starting to wake up that joyful spirit that really we do have naturally within ourselves. So, you know, uh, starting to recognize that we have that natural innate passion We have that natural innate joy and how to use it, tool, as a power source for being in our lives. And whatever it takes, if it's journaling or whatever you need to do to start to get there, and also the breath that we were speaking about, a very simple process to start to calm yourself down and feel the peace inside and then take steps in your day, From the feeling of that peacefulness or from the feeling of that joy and start to project it out into everything that you're doing in your life, you'll find that your life is much more joyful, much more peaceful, much more alive, much more fully satisfying, and life will take on a whole different experience because you're beginning to express yourself from your natural, innate uh, love, that love that already is there within you. You're bringing it out into your life and fully expressing it.
0: And now if our listeners wanted to get more information from you ladies or to get involved in the workshop that I spoke about earlier that I, that I took with you or any other workshops, how can they do so?
1: Well, you can um, take a look at our, uh, the, uh, the classes that we offer. You can go to bit.ly slash Emergence Encounter 1. And there you will see the classes that we offer. And we have a class coming up on April 8th, which is really we're very excited about, and this class talks about how to let go of our limitations and move past blocks and manifest what we want, even in the midst of chaos. That's the next class, but that's April 8th at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which would be 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. But if you go to bit.ly slash emergenceencounter1, that will show you the classes that we have coming up over the next few weeks. And I'm telling you, these classes are packed with information uh, that will really help you to get through these times, but also to help you move forward, not just through these times, but forward on to really creating a life that you love, even in spite of where we are right now. There is... There's so much hope, so much opportunity out there for us to uh, really work on ourselves during this period of time. And that's why I'm so glad and so, so blessed to have a partner in, in Dr. Shelley. She really uh, gives excellent uh, information on how, in coping skills, on how to move forward some of these more stressful times.
2: And I also want to acknowledge you, Linus, for uh, the wonderful input that you give the women for uh, being able to take care of themselves more fully, to become more self-aware with their bodies, and how to really uh, have the energy and the mental capacity and to really uh, have the quality of life that we are all really looking for. Well, thank you. It's
1: been a joy working with Dr. Shelley and creating these classes. And, well, you know, um, you took one of our classes Cynthia, What was your impression when you took the class?
0: It was very powerful. I had no idea really what to expect, and both of you just taught me so much, you know, to just reflect on who I am as a person, teaching me about slowing down, teaching me Mm -hmm. to be more present, and teaching me that it's okay to put myself first. So I I just want to thank both of you for helping me uh, to see that. And, you know, each day is a new day, and, you know, that's all we can ask for. We can just, you know, if we mess up one day, then there's another day to improve and, and get better. And I, I just want to thank you both for, for helping me get through my little, you know, trials and tribulations that I may be, be going through. And it, it's been a tremendous blessing to have, have both of you um, encourage me and, and coach me. Yes, that Cynthia. Was it's a that, pleasure uh, to do
2: that. Yes, absolutely. Truly a pleasure and an honor to support you, and thank you for your kind words. And Linus and I really appreciate that.
0: And so, Dr. Shelley, if someone wanted to get in touch with you and the work that you do, how could they do that?
2: Well, there are a couple of ways. Uh, certainly, they can email me at shelly s h e l l e y Negalo and as a Nancy. E-G is in girl, E-L as in Larry, O-W, that's Negalo at gmail.com. Or you can go to Facebook, Power of Woman, that's singular, W-O-M-A-N, Power of Woman Seminars with Shelly Negalo. And, you know, you can get information that way and get a hold of me and get, get me a message.
0: Okay, ladies, any any final words to our listeners about uh, what we've spoken about earlier this evening?
1: Yes, I just want to encourage everyone to continue to keep reaching out. And even though we are on social distancing, just remember that doesn't mean social isolating or social isolation. And one of the best ways, one of the best vitamins you can take is by reaching out and still staying, staying in contact with people by, and you can, see them now through Zoom and um, through um, your Facebook or, or maybe through WhatsApp app or Michael Poe. There's a lot of apps out there that now give you the ability of being able to see the person that you're talking to. And for right now, that may be all that we have, but I'm grateful for that because 20 years ago, we didn't have that. So it's a true blessing. So use the technology to help you move through uh, some of the things that you're going for. There's some great workout apps that are out there. There are great meditation apps to show you how to be still and to be quiet. I've even run across some apps that help you with breathing. Uh, Dr. Shelley, I found that today. Um, So there's a lot of things out there that can help you. And this is a time that you can take to do that research and find out what resonates with you and what other kinds of things you want to add to your toolkit. And if you're looking for – for more support, I would like to invite everybody to um, join my Facebook group, uh, Wellness Woman Sporty and Beyond Facebook group. Uh, there's about 3,000 women on there, and we're a good time. We motivate each other, we inspire, and we encourage each other. And tomorrow, um, I don't know if you're gonna be listening to this, but on Fridays, it's fun Friday, and people actually start posting things that are funny. They give you a laugh, because laughter is probably one of the best medicines
0: you can have right now at a time like this.
2: That's great.
0: Any final words, Dr. Shelley? Yeah. Uh,
2: it's important now to be sure to include yourself uh, because we're very trained as women to uh, put ourselves last. So, learning how to include yourself so you start to create the satisfaction for your life and truly be a model for others. Uh, But even more importantly, to begin to feel uh, the power, the innate power to have a quality of life and to produce the results you really want to have. Don't hold yourself back. Take advantage of these challenging times. To have it be a blessing rather than a dilemma. And remember that you are most important and you are most loved. And it's up to you to claim your power as a human being and to have a quality of life you really want to have.
0: Ladies, I want to thank you both for taking the time to come on the show tonight to give us words of encouragement and guidance and advice. It's been a tremendous honor to have you Talking to me and to our listeners and to just give us encouragement. Thank you for the opportunity today, Cynthia. Mm -hmm. And hopefully I'll have you both back on the show and we can discuss some other topics. Absolutely. That would be great.
1: Always great to be with you.
0: Okay, great. Thank you so much, ladies. Both have a good night. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. You are listening to Boob Talk, and I'm your host, Cynthia Rogers, and we just spent the first half of our show with Lennis and Dr. Shelley. They were giving us great tips and advice on how we can cope with anxiety and stress or depression, uh, other issues we may be facing during this time of crisis in the nation. Uh, They were talking to us about self-love, use this time for self-discovery, practicing gratitude, and and finding joy in in everything that we do in every moment. So I just want to thank them for coming on the show and talking to us, and hopefully they were able to, to help someone out there. And then we'll be right back after a brief break.
2: I am voice talent, Paula G., and I would love to be a resource for you. Whether it's an intro, an outro, a commercial, PSA, tag, or more, consider Paula G. the next time you have an audition or voiceover need. Email Paula at PaulaGVoice.com. And remember, it's the voice that counts. Looking for a cafe with a home-like appeal where all who enter feel like they are part of something? Visit my coffee shop located in East Lake Atlanta, Georgia. MCS has a full breakfast and lunch menu, offering both hot and cold options, and is home of the amazing
3: basil lemonade. But don't forget the assortment of freshly brewed coffees. Come on by at 2462 Memorial Drive, Atlanta, Georgia 30317. We're pretty sure my coffee shop at East Lake will become your
2: coffee shop too.
4: That's www.lbtaxservice.com. L&B Tax Service Incorporated. Tax professionals that you can trust. SRN Survival Radio Network.
3: A social distancing tip.
4: While the CDC urges you to avoid close contact, like hugging or shaking hands, there are other non-physical ways to say hello. Wave. Wink. Use sign language. Salute. Smile. Give the peace sign. Throw up an air high five. Do jazz hands. Remember, stay a minimum of six feet or two arms length away from others and stay home if you can. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov.
5: Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
4: Fill it Hands i
2: From the National Council on Aging. Adults over age 60 are at higher risk for the COVID-19 coronavirus because they may have weaker immune systems or chronic health conditions. The Centers for Disease Control recommends older adults avoid crowds and people who are sick. Wash your hands and disinfect surfaces often. Keep a two-week supply of food and medicine on hand. Learn more at ncoa.org.
3: not just your physical health that's the concern with the coronavirus. All the stress and the anxiety from all that information you're getting 24 hours a day can have a huge impact on our mental health. Kathy Clayton from Cone Health joins us today. She is a therapist and a program manager with the Employee Counseling Program with a master's degree in social work and a licensed clinical worker so she knows what she's talking about. So Kathy, one of the biggest questions we're asking here is, you know, how do you deal with all that stress and anxiety that, that can come from the
5: coronavirus? Absolutely. It's a good question. Everybody's feeling a, a heightened sense of alertness and, and awareness of their stress, um, recognizing I think that stress actually weakens your immune system. So knowing that, no, it means that we need to take extra effort, put, f- extra, put forth extra effort to calm our bodies. So what have you done in the past? What have you done in the past to calm yourself down when you've had a stressful event? Exercise is great. Mindfulness is wonderful. Deep breathing helps a lot. Uh, Prayer, meditation, those are kinds of things. So you have to show up strong because your immune system is going to be weakened if you don't show up strong and take extra precaution and put extra measures in place.
3: And Kathy, you also understand everybody has their own thing that de-stresses them. And so people know if it's prayer, if it's exercise, whatever works for you, then they should do that. Right. Here's another one. This exists. We all own, let me put that. Right. We all own one of these. Right. Do you suggest limit your phone use? limit your television use because the information it's so much out there it's
5: overloading on our sensors it's overloading on our brain our bodies uh, yes absolutely we have to limit that i would say find a couple of reliable sources check those out maybe once or twice a day and then you probably need to cut it off mm-hmm. you need to limit that and limit talking about it so much everybody's talking about it, everywhere you go Everybody's talking about. It. So you might be able to set some limits with other people, and your friends, even your husbands, your your spouses, your significant others, your parents. Right. You need to limit how much you talk about that. If the timer can go right. off. And, and be firm but gentle. You know, yeah. just
3: kind of say, you know, I'm not really interested in talking about right. this right now. Absolutely. Everyone has their limits.
0: Welcome back. You are listening to Boob Talk, and I'm your host, Cynthia Rogers. And we just uh, got some more uh, tips and advice on how we can cope with stress and anxiety, time. I just want you to know that you're not alone. We are all in this together. And we'll be right back after another brief break. You are listening to Boob Talk on Survivor Radio Network, and I'm your host, Cynthia Rogers. Some knowledge belongs
6: to us and us alone. The way our girlfriends walk, the way they talk, the way they touch their hair. We hold details that only a sister can know about her girl. But what about our other girls? The ones that we carry with us every day. Can we describe them when everything's right? can we feel when something's wrong? Our bond with our sister girls gives life. But knowing your breasts can save it. Go to KnowYourGirls.org for the facts you need on breast health. That's KnowYourGirls.org. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council.
4: You're the savior. I do yes. love nobody,
0: love nobody Welcome back. You are listening to Boob Talk, and I'm your host, Cynthia Rogers. Tonight we have the pleasure of speaking with our return special guest, Lennis Woods Mullins, founder and CEO of Praiseworks Health and Wellness and her special guest, Dr. Shelly Neglijo. They helped us to navigate through our feelings of stress and anxiety we may be having during this COVID-19 pandemic. They talked about the key is having self-love. And I want to encourage everyone to seek help if you feel that you are struggling or having a difficult time coping during this time. There's no shame in seeking help. We are all in this together, and we will get through this together. So until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to Boob Talk with your host, Cynthia Rogers. Remember, never give up hope.